You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Binghamton, New York. Birthplace of the Twilight Zone's Rod Serling and the carousel capital of America. Hi, I'm Gabby, and this is episode four of Gabby's Travels, a travel podcast. Today we're going to be talking about my day trip to Binghamton, New York, a city I visited for the first and only time in the summer of 2021 last year. Well, that's a lie. I actually stopped there to eat at the Cracker Barrel when I went up to Corning, New York, but that's a trip for another episode. Now, I can only give a tourist's perspective of Binghamton, and a one-day tourist at that, but I actually almost went to school there. Uh, For a long time, Binghamton was my first choice of college. I ended up going to a different school, which is actually the unofficial rival of Binghamton. Uh, You could ask any Stony Brook student which is their rival school, and they will not say Albany, which is the official rival. They will say Binghamton. So, a little scandalous for me to be in Binghamton enjoying a lovely day at the tourist sites. But, overall, it was a lovely trip. There was no ill will between me and the city of Binghamton, nor is there ever going to be, because it was a lovely trip, and quite frankly, I think it was an interesting story, because uh, I had something planned, and it took a turn. But before we get into those plans, quickly, let's go over. Binghamton is a city in upstate New York. Uh, I've only been there driving from another place upstate, but my friend who went to Binghamton, it took her about five hours to get up there, figure it takes about an hour to get to New York City, so four or five hours from New York City, that's uh, basically where you're at. So as briefly mentioned, I'm living upstate, I decide that a city that would be easy for me to get to is Binghamton, and I have some plans, which basically amounted to the Roberson Museum and Science Center, and Robot City Arcade, keeping in mind, but not fully grasping, uh, that there were a couple of carousels in Binghamton, which, as we'll get to, was an understatement. So we start our story. I'm driving to Binghamton. I get there a little bit early, and the museum isn't open yet. That was what I was going to do first, so I head to the downtown Binghamton area just to grab some food. I ended up at a coffee shop called Strange Brew. Um, I only know this because I, when I started thinking of what I did that day, I broke out my old scrapbook, and luckily for, for me, I saved one sticker from that place. Might as well shout it out. It was in a downtown area in Binghamton. You could expect to find some nice, uh, some nice area to grab some food or do some shopping in a college town like that. And definitely wasn't an exception, so I was able to kill a little time in Binghamton, and then I head over to the Roberson Museum. And the Roberson Museum is a pretty big museum. Uh, definitely some some of the size I'd attribute to the historical house, which is attached to the actual museum. So you have exhibits on science, art, uh, history, and then you have the house attached. There's a planetarium. So there's a lot to see there. Uh, I know what I saw when I got to the Roberson Museum. I'll try and uh, coordinate it with my uh, resources here, meaning the website for the museum, so I'm not listing off exhibits that aren't there anymore, but I know when I got to the Roberson Museum, the first thing I saw was a welcome center type place for Binghamton, which had a little uh, statue or art installation that looked like a carousel horse because... When I said in my intro that Binghamton was the carousel capital of the 
the United States, I was selling it short. According to their website, uh, the Visit Binghamton website, this is the carousel capital of the world. But trust me, we'll get to the carousel part. Um, let's start with the Roberson Museum, uh, which right after the uh, carousel area welcome center and buying my tickets, I go right to a little exhibit they have, which is a model train set, which is just adorable. This is the largest model train set in the region. When I had visited it, uh, I had just recently gone to one of the biggest model train sets in the world, which is in uh, Northlands in Flemington, New Jersey. But hopefully that'll be another episode. We're talking about this one, which is supposed to be a model of Binghamton and the surrounding area, of course, as it was in the 50s. Uh, and uh, they, according to their website, they update the train set as often uh, it's updated constantly, and there are moving parts, and overall, very cute thing to draw you into this place. And hey, it's not just a toy, it's history. It's showing you what the Binghamton area, including towns nearby, such as uh, Johnson City, uh, Owego, you know, towns in the area, looked like back in the 50s, with uh, the greater influence of railroads. Very interesting. Uh, but you know me, I'm just a big kid at heart. I was just there to watch the train go around. And some of the moving pieces, which are very interesting. But that's enough train talk. Let's talk about culture, which is everywhere in the Roberson Museum. There's some art. I'm sure the art exhibits are, uh, you know, rotating. Not rotating, but, you know, ch changing. Um, you have uh, s some science there. Obviously, it's a science center. There's a uh, nature trek exhibit, which is supposed to show some of the uh, specimens and animals that uh, in their recreated habitats. Just a cool, really cool place to walk through and uh, learn more about animals, uh, environments. When I think of my experience at Roberson, that uh, nature ex exhibit definitely comes to mind, uh, along with the Roberson House, which is connected to the museum, and it's like a big historical house that you can explore pretty much self-guided. There's a lot of history there. It was uh, the namesake of the museum and the mansion, the Roberson family. Uh, they built this mansion, not a house, it's a mansion, I should say. Um, and when they died, they willed it to the community, to the museum. And now you can tour it. And there are uh, three floors, I believe, including a uh, restored ballroom, and, uh, rooms, fireplaces, things to explore, and, you know, a lot of history there, a lot of culture. Overall, it's a great museum. There's a planetarium. I bought a ticket and made them put on a show for me, even though I was the only one in the audience. But, uh, again, it was really, really nice museum. I feel, I feel like a nerd describing what a museum is, but the basic highlights, I really love the train setup, the nature trek room where you could see all the different birds. I don't know if they're actually, like, stuffed or just models, but you see see recreations of birds in their natural habitat, the mansion. I, on Long Island, which is where I'm from, I feel like there are a lot of, like, historical mansions you can tour. Obviously, it's the Gold Coast, uh, Great Gatsby-ish area. So, um, and I'm sure there are other places. I don't want to sound like, uh, like it's the only place in the world. But the point is, I really love exploring old houses like that. Uh, and yeah, I'm a sucker for a planetarium show, obviously even if I'm the only one there. Especially if I'm the only one there. And I guess that's the Roberson Museum. It only took me 
an hour, maybe two to get through it. Uh, but again, I was there by myself. I didn't have a kid with me or anything. And they do have a gift shop. People are very nice. I definitely recommend the Roberson Museum to anyone coming to Binghamton. But the problem was my plan for Binghamton, as I mentioned, was to do that museum and then check out the Robot City video game store and arcade. And I finished the Roberson Museum in just a couple hours. So what am I going to do? So imagine you're me. It's 2 o'clock now. And you have this whole day that kind of has no plans anymore. What do you do? Well, I didn't want to go to Robot City yet. But I did remember that there was a carousel in Binghamton that, that is thought to have inspired an episode of The Twilight Zone. As This is where the story gets interesting, if I may say so. So there are a lot of carousels in Binghamton, uh, but, uh, so, I guess this particular one that I was planning to go to, it was kind of special because, as mentioned, uh, obviously, I, I, uh, with the beginning clip, uh, this is my first time experimenting with opening clips, so I hope you all liked it, and I hope I don't get sued by, uh, the Sterling, uh, estate. <laughs> but, as mentioned, this is the birthplace of Rod Sterling, who was, uh, one of the I believe he was the creator of The Twilight Zone, uh, obviously the voiceover that you're very familiar with, that, you, that uh, welcomed you into this episode. And uh, if I may pull out my Twilight Zone companion book, we could talk about Walking Distance, which is a first season episode of The Twilight Zone. It aired in October of 1959. Actually, pretty close to Halloween. Spooky. <laughs> So, um, basically, I won't bore you with the details of a TV show you could watch yourself. Um, this episode is about a man returning to his hometown where there is a carousel as a major plot point. So the idea is that the, this particular carousel in the hometown of Rod Serling, which uh, he wrote the episode, is possibly uh, an inspiration for that script and that story. Oh, we don't have a camera that could look into Rod Serling's brain and tell us definitely that this is what he was thinking about this particular carousel when he wrote the episode, but according to my companion book, uh, he did say in an interview that the episode was based off nostalgia for his hometown. And he, uh, this carousel, which is located in Recreation Park in Binghamton, uh, even if we can't confirm that it is the inspiration for the episode, it certainly leans into that legacy. Yeah, it was originally, uh, you know, an antique carousel. There's plenty that look like it in Binghamton. But this particular carousel in Recreation Park was refurbished to include some imagery from the Twilight Zone. So here I am in Binghamton. I go to Recreation Park solely because I, I'm looking to kill some time. And I know that there's a carousel in the area. There's, well, there's just one carousel on my mind because I think this is one that's associated with the Twilight Zone. And I go to that park. You know, it's a normal park. There are kids there playing. There's sports going on. Uh, and I go up. I ride the carousel. It's free. There is some, as mentioned, there's some uh, refurbishment, some decoration on the carousel. So I believe, uh, you know, the horses, I believe, look the same. But on the canopy of the carousel, you know, the top part, uh, some of the panels have been painted to look like classic episodes. So, of course, you see Walking Distance. You see um, the one with the uh, evil kid, the It's a Cookbook, Aliens one, 
the terror at the the airplane one. You've seen the Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, look at me. The point is, there's a lot of famous episodes painted on the panels, and and I go there, and it's free to ride. I believe it is still free to ride the carousels, at least during certain times of the year. You know, if you want to ride the carousel circuit, as they, as I would discover. So I get off the carousel. It was all free. I rode around in a circle. You've been on a carousel. And I noticed that the operator is giving out these tickets. And I think that I'm going to grab a ticket, and I don't know what it is, but I want to put it in my scrapbook, which is actually open right now on my lap, so I can remember exactly what I did that day. Switching from the Twilight Zone book to my book. Um, and when I go and I grab my ticket, I realize what it is. That uh, Binghamton... Uh, was running, the city was running a promotion. Uh, you could go, there were six, and well, there's more than six in the whole area, but there were six particular antique carousels that you could go around and you could ride them all for free. And if you rode all six, they would give you a ticket at each and you could exchange those tickets for a button that shows that you rode the carousel circuit. So I only had one day in Binghamton, uh, it could be cut short because this is a little later in the day, so there was definitely a concern that one of these carousels would close and I wouldn't have the chance to ride it and get my ticket. So, of course, you know that I had to get that button. So at that point, I decided the rest of my day to devote to riding six antique carousels in the Binghamton area. So the six antique carousels were as listed on the tickets themselves, uh, in Recreation Park in Binghamton, Ross Park, also in Binghamton, C. Fred Johnson Park in Johnson City, Highland Park in Endwell, George W. Johnson Park in Endicott, and West Endicott Park in Union. Now, these carousels, uh, in particular, they were antiques. They're uh, Alan Herschel carousels. And a lot of them looked similar. You know, the horses obviously had a similar design. There were some differences between them, definitely. So the first one I went to, uh, obviously, was after Recreation Park. I believe my next stop was the Fred C. Johnson Park, uh, which I guess was the closest. I, I remember the whoever was there being really nice. I wish I could have gone back and told them how this story ends. <laughs> but we'll get there. Um... Nothing much to tell about the individual experience. You know, you pick a horse, it goes around for a while, you go up and down, you hear the music. Very fun. Uh, there was definitely a challenge, because uh, this next one I went to was called Ross Park, and I believe that was one of the parks I was worried that would close. Because this isn't just some walk in the park here. I was worried that these carousels would close, and I wouldn't get my button. So I go to Ross Park, which is actually connected to a zoo in Binghamton. So if you're visiting uh, Binghamton with children, there is a zoo there that you could visit. Or at the very least, you might want to ride the uh, carousel. You can see some of the animals while you're riding. You know, I believe I saw like a goat or something. <laughs> um, there's some artwork that lets you know it's just... And if you Google Ross Park Zoo, uh, something very funny. Um, the Ross Park Zoo uh, website that comes up on Google claims that it's America's fifth zoo. So that's... <laughs> Very, very, uh, very specific. Um, but yeah, let's see what they have. I didn't go to this zoo. It just wasn't a priority when I had five 
ca six carousels to ride. And but yeah, it seems like they have a lot of smaller animals, maybe like something as big as a sloth or a goat, but you know, nothing crazy, no giraffes. The th fourth carousel I rode, the next one was George W. Johnson Park in Endicott. This was not the first of the carousels to not be located directly in Binghamton. Uh, the C. Fred Johnson Park was technically in Johnson City, but I believe I went to it because it was the closest to Recreation Park. Uh, that's, they're not all in Binghamton. It's in the general area. I believe it is known as the, uh, forgive my pronunciation, Susquehanna Heritage Area in Broome County. So there, if you want to ride them all, you are going to visit different towns in the Binghamton area, which is nice. Uh, in this area, near the, Johnson, the George W. Johnson Park, is actually a Little Italy area. Uh, and I remember one interesting uh, little thing was the line dividers in the road were painted as the Italian flag, red, uh, red, white, and green. So I thought that was really cute. I had to take a picture of that for my mother. Um, the next carousel I rode after visiting Little Italy, I, I want to say it was West Endicott Park in Union. Um, I don't know exactly which one was which. Once we get it down to the wire here, and I don't want to lie to my loyal listeners, which at the time of recording this is no one, um, for reasons uh, that are frustrating to me as a uh, scrapbooker, uh, I didn't get tickets for the last three carousels I rode, but I did ride them. Uh, it wasn't important to me getting my button, which I guess I spoiled it. I do get the button. Because the last carousel I went on was in Highland Park. And all of these, by the way, are full, I believe all of them were full parks. Maybe one or two I didn't see many people at, but for a lot of them, there was just a lot to do and see going on, if you're into playground. So I got my button, I believe for my last carousel, I just, I didn't even ride a horse. I just sat in one of those seats and soaked it all in as I got my button. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. These are all antique carousels, uh, I believe at least I know at least one was refurbished. I'm sure they all were. Um, they're mostly horses, uh, but uh, some of them have uh, one uh, ho ride riding animals that are shaped like pigs. And according to their website, there's also a dog one, but I don't think I remember seeing that one. But I did ride the pig. I even asked some poor mother with her son to take a picture of me, the grown adult riding carousels accosting a mother with a young child. But hey, uh, if you go, this, this of course, is all uh, based on the time of year. During You have to go during the summer to take advantage of the carousel circuit. And when you do, uh, it was all free to ride these. Uh, if you ride them all, they'll give you the button. I actually cheated because I was worried the last carousel wouldn't be open, so I asked the second-to-last carousel, can I have the button now? But I did ride all six. I went for a victory lap on the last carousel, enjoyed the glory, and overall, it was silly of me to think I could visit Binghamton, the carousel capital of the world, and not ride a carousel. So definitely, if you're going to Binghamton, look into the carousel circuit. Yes, there is a little driving involved. You'll have to go around the area if you want to hit them all. Uh, and uh, definitely keep track of when they're open, because that was a car uh real concern of mine getting such a late start but overall definitely recommend i think it was really fun especially considering i never planned to ride 
I was iffy about riding that first carousel, and it, that turned into my day. So after that, I took my button, and I gleefully went back to Binghamton to go to Robot City Arcade and Video Games. Right. It might sound a little weird to have this uh, video game store slash arcade so high on my priorities for Binghamton. I mean, I've been saying it from the beginning, that was one of the major plans I had coming to Binghamton. But Robot City Games is actually uh, advertised as the biggest arcade in New York State. Now, uh, any, any Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese is bigger than this place, so it's not by size. But I guess for private uh, arcades, yeah, it is pretty big, but possibly the biggest private arcade. Not, uh, re you know, not uh, you know, franchised. And it's pretty cool. They have a whole line of pinball machines. They have art, and not antique, but uh, retro arcade machines. The whole thing runs on tokens. And uh, this is just the back of the store. The front of the store is a video game store where they have uh, old video games. Uh, I'm sure they're very... It's pr probably a great place to shop. I didn't buy anything. I just uh, took some cash and hit the, <laughs> hit the machines. Uh, I rem distinctly remember there was a Twilight Zone-themed pinball machine, so that's there. Uh, you know, all the classics, Pac-Man. I specifically took a photo of uh, the Simpsons' old arcade game. Uh, yeah, a lot of pinball, uh, a, lot of g <laughs> a lot of arcade games, definitely work a worth a shot, uh, even if it's not as big as, say, your local Dave and Buster's. There's a cute little display in the front with some inflatables. I probably spent less than an hour at Robot City, uh, so I'm glad I peppered out the trip with... Both of the activities I planned ran a little short, but luckily I was flexible in my traveling and hit up all those carousels. So overall, it all worked out great. Robot, Robot City is really cool. It's your classic, like, dark arcade. It's not dirty or anything. Um, you go and you play some. They, I love, they have a whole wall of pinball, and two or three double-sided rows of games. I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but it's a cool arcade, and I would definitely recommend it if you're coming to visit uh, Binghamton. It was a huge part of my plan for the city. So it was time, I was done playing games, and it was time for dinner. Binghamton is famous for its regional specialty speedy sandwiches, speedies. And uh, it's a meat sandwich cooked on a skewer. Definitely the regional delicacy you try if you're in Binghamton. Unless you're me. I'm sorry, I can't speak to my experience eating Speedies. I went to Cracker Barrel. But uh, that's pretty much it. I finished up my meal and I went home. Satisfied with my trip to Binghamton. That's pretty much all there is. Binghamton's a very... Uh, Interesting city with a lot to do. There's obviously the school up there if you're visiting that. They have a lot of festivals and reasons to come visit. I believe they have a hot air balloon uh, festival. Yep, they have an annual festival dedicated to their regional food, the speedy and hot air travel. So that's definitely a reason to visit if you want to. Uh, there is shopping there, antiquing. There's places to eat, obviously, besides a Cracker Barrel. But I like to eat a Cracker Barrel when I travel. It's a great city. There's even some places I wanted to go but didn't get to. I believe uh, there was a cider mill in the area. Yes, I can confirm there was a cider mill in the area that I also did some research on and wanted to go, but I think I went on a Wednesday, so it wasn't open. 
Yeah. Uh, Binghamton's great. I would definitely recommend visiting it if you're in that uh, New York State, upstate area. The Visit Binghamton website, which is visitbinghamton.org, uh, was a great resource for me just doing research, because uh, I guess I forgot what I did. So if you wanted to use, if you wanted to plan a trip to Binghamton, I definitely recommend that. That's a great resource you can use. So let me leave you with a few travel tips if you're considering a visit to Binghamton, or if you're, say, visiting a college student or in the area and you want to know what's around and you want to follow some of my suggestions. I guess my number one tip would be keep the carousels in mind. I mean, you gotta ride a carousel, at least one. Especially during the summer when they're free. I don't know if they're open during the winter, but during the summer they're free. There's no reason why you shouldn't. I can't believe I didn't plan on it in the first place. Another tip, uh, I, I really think that the activities that, even the ones I originally had planned, the Robertson Museum and Robot City, were kind of must-dos of Binghamton, especially the museum. I mean, the museum is literally connected to a Binghamton Welcome Center. They know what they are. They know it's a great place for people visiting. There's a lot to learn, a lot to see. I love the model train. I love the house. Uh, I would later, as mentioned way back in the beginning of the podcast, I would later, later pass through Binghamton on my way to Corning, New York. Again, that's another tale for another time. But if you are going to Corning, New York, maybe uh, this is a nice place to stop and pick up a Speedy. Or, if you're like me, a plate of Cracker Barrel. And yeah, like I mentioned, there are some interesting festivals there. I believe it's, it's definitely in the summer they do their hot air balloon Speedy Festival. I want to say, as a, another tip, to know where you're going. Like, maybe the driving there is a bit tricky. Um, but it was so long ago, how could I remember? I mean, I feel like I remember going down and getting a little sidetracked driving. But, you know what? Even if I can't say with 100% certainty that you might need to be careful of where you're driving and where you're going, just uh, from a dr driving perspective... I can at least say, know where you're going, know when things are open, you know, know if a carousel is going to close early, or when a museum opens, or even know how long something's going to take. Like I said, I, I didn't take too long at the Robertson Museum, but again, I was by myself, and maybe it's different for you. But yeah, overall, Binghamton's a great city, even though I am, even though I am obligated to hate the school. I want them to know I do not feel it in my heart. You're entering the vicinity of an area adjacent to a location. The kind of place where there might be a monster or some kind of weird mirror. These are just examples. It could also be something much better. Prepare to enter the scary door.